last word on health on Today FM. With Benelin non-drowsy chesty coughs. Gets to work fast. Always read the label. Time for the last word on health with Dr. Brian Higgins, GP at Galway Primary Care. Uh, let's talk about exercise because I suspect, as always happens at the start of a new year, people make resolutions to exercise, get back to it and then find it tough to do and it can lead to injuries. If exercise is so good for people, why do they get injured when they start out, Brian? Um, thanks, Matt. I think this is really interesting. So what you need to remember about the human body is that it's in a machine, but it's an incredibly efficient machine. So it really doesn't develop parts that it's not using. So when we get back, so when we maybe have become a bit sedentary, when we're not exercising, we're not doing any strength training exercises, we're not putting our heart under any strain to maintain our fitness. What actually happens is something happens called atrophy, which means that the body stops feeding the muscles and the tendons that keep it strong and fit. So when you return to exercise, if you don't do so in a gradual, sensible way, what can actually happen is you'll put too much strain on those muscles, tendons and ligaments that have weakened when they weren't being used, causing inflammation, tearing, um, leading to injury and pain that might actually set you backwards. And that's one thing, unfortunately, I see with people who return to exercise with the best will in the world. They'll say, OK, I'm going to do have an hour and I'm going to do as much as I can. But sometimes doing too much can backfire. OK, the three most common injuries that you see when people exercise too aggressively. Let's start with one that's familiar, I think, to all Leeds United fans because our star striker, Patrick Bamford, has been plagued with this for the last year. Plantar fasciitis, what's that? Oh, it's awful. Um, for anyone who's had it, it's, 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 a, it's kind of a miserable condition. So there is a, the plantar fascia works like if you've ever seen an old leaf spring trailer, the plantar fascia is like a spring underneath the arch of the foot. And it's when you start exercising and putting on a bit too much strain on it, especially if you have an abnormal uh, foot pattern, like a, maybe flat feet um, or are using old footwear without much support. What can happen is, is the point where that uh, fascia inserts into the base of the foot can start to become inflamed and for the best way I can always describe it to patients is it feels like there's a small sharp stone underneath your foot and you're stepping on it every time you walk Nasty and shin splints mm. uh, which is something that I used to have years ago and they're pretty sore as well Oh, again, they're awful. Um, shin splints are what we call the medial tibial stress syndrome is um, an overuse injury. And this tends to happen when people maybe go back to exercise and skip the walking part and go straight to jogging or walking or jogging or running. And it just puts a bit too much strain on the uh, musculature at the front of the shin. And when you get up and get going, it's really just like a knife into the front of the uh, front of the shin and the lower leg. And then what about rotator cuff injuries? Well, the rotator cuffs, the shoulder, as, as we all know, is a really, really mobile joint. And one of the things that we sacrifice for that mobility is stability. And the joint is very shallow and it's held into place by these uh, this muscle complex uh, that kind of reaches over the, the top of the shoulder and holds it like five fingers and holds it together and when you haven't been exercising that and especially for those of us who are maybe working at a computer we all know that that posture where the shoulders are rolled forward 
parts of those muscles can get compressed and squeezed and other parts can get weak. And then if somebody goes back to doing exercise and especially doing exercises above their head, they can tear those muscles, which will cause a really acute pain in the shoulder and a loss of function in the shoulder, uh, which can take quite a long time to recover and heal. Okay, so how do you exercise and avoid injury? The main thing is to be, uh, I always say when you're going back to exercise, what you want to be is you want to be progressive and you want to be able to be consistent um, and do something that you enjoy. If you're somebody who's doing an occasional walk, well, then you can go to a walk every day, a faster paced walk, maybe even consider some jogging. But really, if you've been um, married to your desk for the past two years and you haven't been out doing any exercise, I think getting starting walking is always a very good way to go. And our body actually, uh, people kind of can buy a gym membership in in January, but actually going to the gym is very daunting for many people because you go in, um, you might see a lot of very, very fit looking people there. And also there's a lot of complicated looking machinery that you may not know how to use. But our body is probably a really handy gym and it's always with us. So doing things like body weight squats, uh, push-ups, even kind of isometric holes where planks or wall sits and all of these things are available on youtube for introductory body weight exercises and they're things you can do for a couple of minutes every day um, exercise doesn't have to take long the trick is to try to do it every day okay what you mentioned all the muscular injuries but what about the potential for doing damage maybe to your heart if you're not up to actually strenuous exercise yeah, I think this is something that a lot of people come in and are very, very worried about. And they'll say maybe I have a history of heart disease in my family or there's been a history of sudden death in my family. And I'm worried that if I um, go back exercising, I might cause a heart attack. Uh, really, the opposite is true. Unless somebody has um, maybe established heart disease and is a smoker or there's a very strong family history of sudden death in adults, most people can get a good pair of shoes and start walking. And actually, as you increase your exercise and your aerobic health, it actually helps um, uh, kind of rejuvenate almost the best is the best word, the arteries that are in the heart. And for patients of ours who might have a condition called um, intermittent claudication, where it's a very fancy term, but really it's kind of like angina in the calves where the arteries going down to the calves have narrowed. So when people exercise, they get pain. And for those people, what we actually do is we tell them to get them exercising and walking in a structured approach. And what that exercise will do will actually stimulate those blood vessels to open and can recover the circulation. Um, The uh, people not exercising, worrying about damaging their heart or definitely get in the way of the the exercise that's needed, if you know what I mean, because there are so few people that can't start by walking. But if you are over 40 and you have any concerns, it's not a bad idea to pop in, see your doctor and just chat to them about what um, exercise would be helpful, because there's very few, there's almost no medication which is as beneficial for your health as exercising for 30 minutes a day. So we're always happy to chat to patients about it. But also then, just to finish, I mean, how high should you set your heart rate? A lot of people are able now to monitor it using fitness watches or whatever. Should they be worried if they suddenly see their heart rate because of exercise hitting 150 per minute, for example? 
Like, I don't think so. I think we can get a bit um, obsessed by numbers. And I always think the human body is a much more sensitive tool than any electric device you can put on your wrist. And when I'm talking to people about exercise, the ideal is about 300 minutes, which is 30 minutes, six days a week of moderate intensity exercise or 75 minutes of high intensity. So what I'll tell people is low intensity exercise you can sing moderate intensity, you can talk, but you can't sing and high intensity exercise. You can barely talk when you're doing it. And I would go probably be less concerned about my heart rate uh, and more concerned about actually just feel, just kind of listening to my body and see how my breath is and how I'm feeling. And if I physically feel like it's too much, then it's too much. Thank you very much, Dr. Brian Higgins, GP at Galway Primary Care. The last word with Matt Cooper. Weekdays from 4.30. Today.